What's up everyone, I hope you're all well, and welcome to episode 1 of Raise Voices with me, Hamish James. Okay, so for this first episode, I thought I'd just do a little snippet one of you just getting to know me and understanding of who I am behind obviously just this voice that you have here. And yeah, uh, I'll throw out there too, is my Instagram is Hamish James Official, so if you guys want to check out my page, then that is obviously great. Um, but yeah, so obviously I'll just get into it on discussing who I am, so... Hello, <laughs> I'm obviously, as I said, I'm Hamish James. Also, I'm known as James Painted Carstairs because that's the name I was born with. Um, born with? That I, yeah, it's just, that's me. And yeah, I'm obviously, I wait to be 26 years old. And I was born in South Australia, so Adelaide. Um, <laughs> Adelaide, going all Australian there. Adelaide, Adelaide, I was born in Adelaide. And then when I was about four or five years old, I moved from Adelaide to Arbroath, Scotland. So I kind of grew up in Arbroath and Coonessie, which is obviously, it's called, the county is called Angus, so um, yeah, that's just where I was obviously brought up. And yeah, so I then went to school in Arbroath, and, well, primary school in Arbroath, and then moved to Coonessie, so then I think we spent maybe primary six, primary seven, uh, for me anyway, in, in Coonessie. And then obviously I thought, no, nah, just get back to Arbroath, because that's where obviously people I actually knew who I was and yeah, Coonessie people were not that, not that nice if I have to be honest, they're a bit, yeah, a bit um, confrontational and yeah, a bit crazy. So, <laughs> you know, that's when I thought, nah, I'm not doing that. So then obviously went back to Arbroath and, you know, that was that. Then I obviously was there till, I want to say fifth year? So yeah, I was there till fifth year and yeah, as just time went on, you know, as when you're a kid you don't know who you are and you're trying to find out who you are but I don't know I never looked into actually who I was there was many people tell me who I was at school and you know judging me here and there and all that kind of stuff you know I'll go into that boat another day but you know it's just so many people tell me who I was but for some reason even with me mixing with a variety of people like you know when when you're at secondary school it is like you know Mean Girls the movie that there is all these sort of categories of people and yeah, to me, I just, I had a certain group that I was sort of slightly mixing. I was kind of with the ones that listened to the heavy metal kind of, kind of music, which I didn't like heavy metal, but, you know, I think the way I look at it now, I was kind of desperate just to be with those people because I just wanted to fit in with a group. And they actually had, you know, they didn't have much of personality themselves. They were just, you know, bickering 24-7 or fighting with each other 24-7. So um, they all didn't actually like each other either. They were just too busy, you know, that's what I mean. They were just too busy being best buds with each other and then slagging each other off the next second so that was that but yeah so I was obviously like a floater at the school and yeah that was it really and then when I was sort of away to leave school I tried to like find out who I actually was I don't know what it was I thought after especially it's called you know the subject at the school at the time was called life skills and that was one of the worst subjects ever and we had one our, our life skills uh, tutor was just he just really didn't care about any of the students. He, you know, he just really didn't care. He didn't, you know, when you were passionate about something, he would shut it down. And he, yeah, he just really didn't care if he was, if I'm honest. So when I sort of went, right, I'm trying to find out who I was. And then I obviously, you know, when it was build up, I think it was about third year. And that's thing, may I add, I'm not that butch. I'm not like a typical lad or anything like that. But for some reason, and I don't like football, but at the same time, there was something about sports and fitness that I really enjoyed and then it was one of the 
PE teachers, uh, primary uh, physical education teachers, that not many people in the school actually were a fan of him. However, I I actually really actually liked him because you know he was straight to the point. He was direct. He knew what he wanted and knew what he was doing. But then when you had the other physical education teachers, I think they were just trying to. That's the kind of the fault that I would say with secondary school teachers is, well obviously one of my friends is a secondary school teacher so you know, isolating her from that because she's fantastic. But you know, when it comes to being at Arbroath Academy, just to throw out that name there, those teachers were just, it's like they were trying to be best friends with the students rather than actually be a teacher. So that's where the kind of fault was at. But when it came to, I think, that teacher that I connected with is because he was, you know, he just shut it straight down going, right guys, I'm a teacher, that's how it is, this is what I want, this is what I'm expecting from you with whatever the subject is, and that's it. So to me, I kind of really admired his determination and his motivation um, for what he wanted, as well as to try and help us get to where we wanted. So yeah, he was, he knows who he is, he was fantastic. But um, yeah, so as time went on, I started doing like sports leadership, and then I was obviously starting to enjoy PE more, so physical education was really enjoying that more not the football side of it but the other sports and I thought wow I'm actually I'm really enjoying basketball I'm enjoying badminton uh we had a little it was like a little a little gym sitting near that area and yeah I really liked it being a part of there like when we did sort of the the exercising on whatever the you know the resistance machines were or if we were doing you know just our own body weight kind of exercises and stuff and I thought I'm really enjoying this so as time went on you know it was it was just I was really enjoying it so when I was going to leave school after just I felt like the years were getting worse with and that's why I always kind of did I struggle with people my own age because I feel like they're like I have immature kind of banter and all that kind of stuff but they were way too immature for me that they were just you know it was it was all about you know the bickering and judging each other and hating on each other but they're all best friends at the end of the day and I didn't have time for that I just thought I, I, if I want friends I want genuine ones that will have your back and if they have a problem with you they'll say to your face rather than going around the whole group so um yeah me leaving school um and it was actually as i say it was that life skills teacher that he basically he was the, the final he was the stamp on the forehead of going you need to get out because um i think i was saying to him right these are the subjects i'm really believing in and you know what what can i try and do for this new timetable for me to fit in and he basically just shut me down saying, um, unless you're going to do advanced hires, you're not going to be fitting in for, um, I think it was six year. And I thought, you know, I could do hires, but why does it have to be advanced hires? But that's me. So he, he was just being, uh, I'll leave that, that, you know, that blank there for whoever wants to throw an insult in there. But he was just not, yeah, he just didn't believe. And, and me at all so that was the final thing and I thought right I need to do something so then I thought right a college course is coming up so then I spoke to actually another life skills teacher she was fantastic actually so I wish I had her but um yeah she was like right well these are the college courses for you to do sports and fitness what do you think so as we talked through it I thought that'd be perfect so she looked into it and helped me try and find my way of you know application forms and she even helped me trying to do a CV because she thought you know maybe just create a CV just as a backup in case imagine there was other jobs that came about and you know all that sort of stuff so that was fantastic she was great and there we go I went into college just do my my national certificate and then move into my higher national certificate for um I always forget what actually the course was called but it was basically like sports sports and development so it was you know coaching and stuff but even though it's got sports in the name 
you did some of the 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 classes were to do actually working in a gym setting too so working with weights and that so that was obviously really great um, and once again I made it well I'm gonna say if I have to be honest I've made one friend out of that whole college class like you know when you say the word friend it's easy to say oh I've got friends on Facebook or I've got friends on social media or whatever that is but I didn't have that I spoke to a few people and connected with some people even some of the guys there there was three guys maybe and that's in me I didn't socialize really with guys because they just, yeah, guys didn't understand me, so they wouldn't connect with me. So when I went there, there was at least three guys, and they know who they are, and especially, I think, it was two of them, yeah, especially two of them, two out of the three. Um, when it came to, like, there we go, they were, they were always playing, like, football at lunchtime. They didn't they didn't care about whoever whoever one person's traits were. They said, hey, James, do you want to play football with us? And I was so, like, stunned over it. I was like, oh, why are you speaking to me? Because, you know, no one wants to speak to me. Um, for the guys, anyway. But, um, yeah, so I would play sometimes football with them. I was in goals, and that's the only thing if I have to do, say for football, if I like to play in it, I'd like to be in the goals. Because there was, I was actually sometimes good at catching the ball in the goals. <laughs> so, happy days. But anyway, so that was obviously that. But, yeah, I made one, still to this day, that I still speak to my friend Laura. She's lovely. Hello, Laura, if you listen to this. But um, yeah, she's always been a real good friend to me. We speak here and there, but I think that's the kind of relationship that we have, is when we were obviously both grown up, we were obviously in each other's lives majority of the time because it was at college or sometimes we'd go and do stuff after college here and there. But um, yeah, as you know, as you get older, we ha- both have two separate lives, so we see each other here and there, but you know, we'll catch up at some point. And that's when we've got, you know, our family are so lovely and... Yeah, just have always been good to me, so yeah, uh, that's obviously great. But yeah, so when it came to stuff like that, that was obviously great. And yeah, as I got older, I got the qualifications, and then it was actually funny to go back to the story of Laura. We obviously did our sports course together, and then I think Laura went to do her own thing, and I went to do my own. And then I think it was a year we didn't see each other, maybe? Yeah, I think it was maybe a year. And then I thought, being still in student accommodation, I was like, oh, I don't know what course to choose. So I was like, right, try childhood practice. You know, try maybe working as a primary teacher. Um, because a nursery setting was just not really for me. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. So I applied for, I think it was, yeah, it was in Arbroath first. <clears throat> that's when I did my national certificate. And who's woman sitting in my class? Laura. So I was like, well, there you go. That's that's fantastic. So it was funny, you know, connecting in that way again. And then for HNC, I then moved to Dundee not staying in Arbroath, I moved to Dundee, um, and met obviously a few other friends, which, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave that there too, um, they were worse than, yeah, that was just really bad, really bad, um, really bad people, just, that's what I mean, I feel like as I got older, just it's more, it's not that I caused anything, and that's what I mean, it's not me obviously being my own backside there, but I didn't cause much, it was just, they were just so in each other's lives and you you'd expect you know when you're trying to make friends that people get to know each other but they were really wanting to get to know you but they wanted to see I think your flaws and any bits that are possibly negatives and they would hold against you or try and manipulate um your kind of lifestyle or your life choices so that was obviously that but anyway so I did student accommodation then I moved out of student accommodation by a friend I'm not going to obviously mention his name because he's just not worth worth anyone's time or breath because he's just yeah he would choose well he, he was just a manipulator and 
and yeah, he just liked to be in full full control. So yeah, I won't believe his name because he doesn't deserve it. But yeah, so obviously I moved in with him, that was a bad mistake, so never get a flatmate guys because it doesn't matter if they're your friends of whatever how many years, the second they don't want to, they choose not to pay the bills and they want to choose drugs or yeah, they just don't want to be a good flatmate because I think that's what it is, is but if you're moving in with imagine there you go your friend, I'm sorry, your friend is not your friend in the flat. Like when you're outside of the flat, then of course, but the first number one rule is they're your flatmate because your bills and that will always come first. If they're not able to do that, then don't move in with them. Uh, because I mean, you could have your happy times because, oh my God, you're moved in with your friend. And that's what the case was for me. It was actually more than when I look at it now. It was more me saving his backside because he was, and still is, in too much debt and all that stuff. But I obviously wanted to see the good side and be the nice side. So I started off just paying absolutely everything in my name and paying everything for him while he just sat back living the high life. Um, well, he didn't even have a high life, you know, well, no, he did, he was high 24-7. But <laughs> when it came to actually just being happy, you'd, you'd expect that if someone was paying your bills for you and all that, well, not just like for my consent, but you know, you'd expect that he had no stresses. And well, he did, because obviously he couldn't hold down a job because he'd got sacked from majority of them. And he couldn't hold down a relationship either because all his relationships, they all cheated on him, <laughs> besides one person. But, um, you know, so that was obviously that. But, uh, so that was obviously a mistake. And then I moved back into the family home after that. That just escalated to the max. And then I got my own place. So here I am today and still my own place. And yeah, it was just... I think I needed that after so much years of just chaos and dramatics and all that kind of stuff. I just, it was, I, I always kept, I always got back into that cycle of just falling into someone's life or being a part of someone's life or hiding in someone's shadow. And that's the thing, I, I tried some, sometimes to get my own voice, but that's what I mean, when it came to that toxic kind of friendship, well that's the thing, I can't even say friendship because it wasn't, it was friendship from my side but not that person's. But there was, it got to that point where, yeah, like when I was meeting his friends, he, sometimes he got really jealous if his friends liked me. And he would tell me sometimes just to, can you stop being yourself because, you know, you're isolating me from my fa uh, my friends. So I was like, oh, okay. So that was obviously that. So I think when it got to that point of him trying to tell me who I was once again, because this was the two years, I wasted two years on this one person. And I think that's when it started to click for me that it's great that you have, my family knew he was the wrong one. My friends at the time that I was socialising, they didn't like him either. But for me, I don't know, I was just gullible, I was stupid and naive. So, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, when it came to that, I was just sort of thinking, I think it's not saying that you're grateful for that happened, but it was a good, that's why I always say too, is don't live life in regret, take it as a life lesson. Because, you know, there's some things that yes, I could have changed, but when you're vulnerable at the time and, you know, you don't know who you are and there's many things going on in your personal life, but then that person sees that as a gold ticket to try and take full control of you. You know, you don't, you've just not been able to match the dots. So yeah, by me moving out, and that's thing it took, even today, there we go, I wait to be 26, it took about nearly three years of working on myself to actually just go, I am who I am, whatever my traits are. You know, you have your negative points, you have your positive points, what do you want to do? Do you want to be happy? How do you want to move forward? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, by me doing self-work, like, I still have my down days like everyone else does, and especially, obviously, when currently COVID-19 times, so they're 
you know, pretty brutal for absolutely everyone. And you know, it is. It took three years for me to really work on myself and appreciate and acknowledge myself and go, what do you want? What do you believe will make you happy? It's great that you could help support and yeah, just help support your loved ones or people you care about, but don't let anything side note what actually you believe. This is your life, so you need to make it your own or move forward on how you want to move it. Like obviously if you're in a relationship, like a marriage and stuff, of course that's when it then gels together that, you know, what do you, what would be both good for both of you, but at the same time, you both need to still have your own kind of life and be as positive and expand on who you naturally want to be. So, you know, I think that's what it is. Sometimes I take that as a life lesson with that person and by me really, yeah, putting my head on and going, right, what is best for me? I've, that's what I mean, when I moved into this flat, I was speaking to my family the other day about it, when I first moved into this place, I basically had nothing to my name. Most of the stuff, well, that I have now is mine. And it's because I've worked my butt off for that. I've got, you know, I worked my butt off at work and, you know, start to actually keep my money for myself. I've always been good at saving, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't grasp into actually just saving again because I was just so lost in that person's world rather than my own. So yeah, it was crazy. And then now I'm thinking about moving into my, another new place because I think I've been here for about, yeah, nearly 30 years and yeah, I'm just sort of going, if I move, I'm taking all this furniture with me, which is crazy because that's what I mean I had nothing. When I moved in, I think I had, what was it? My folks got me couches, which bless them. And then they got me obviously a coffee table as well. And then obviously I had my own TV, well, that, that I had when I was growing up and then I had my own bed. But besides that, I didn't have anything. And I didn't like, that's what I mean my first, uh, first year and a half, basically me being in this flat, I didn't have Wi-Fi or anything like that because I didn't have the money and well to be fair for Wi-Fi it is like well for mine anyway it's about 20 pounds so that's when I kind of thought why am I really nervous about even spending 20 pounds to just have Wi-Fi so you know it got always and I had to really focus on not being too panicked because I did have money that I could you know survive on but I that's I mean I always had the fear even if it was 10 pounds I would get so much anxiety and just be nervous about spending £10 on myself or something that could benefit this flat. And yeah, I had to really work for that and go, you know what, you want Wi-Fi? Go get Wi-Fi. Because 20 quid a month for some people is okay. And you know, so that's when I was doing that and that was obviously fine. But yeah, so it's quite exciting that I'd be moving into, after years of work, I feel like, I feel like I am starting to feel who I am. And that's I mean, as I said before, you know, we all have our positive moments or our negative moments, and then we have our good traits and we have our bad traits. But are you happy? That's what I always, I never would ask myself, am I happy? Am I comfortable? Am I confident? Do I appreciate who I am? Because that's even like relationships. How can you go into a relationship or a friendship if one, you don't know who you are, two, just how can you connect with someone? That's mean. How can you connect with someone and explain who you are, or try and connect? Go, oh my God, we have similar traits. If you don't even know who you are, so you know what I mean. So as times went on, that's for me. It's just absolutely amazing, and yeah, just I'm starting to accept who I am and all the stuff that many people would sort of laugh at or judge on. Like even like over the years, people would judge me because I liked country music, 
And I was like, well, what's so bad with country music? That's about heart and, well, for me anyway, it's heart and soul. And that's what the music I like. And that's when you get laughed at over that. And you sort of go, is it really a big deal on what music you listen to or TV shows you watch? Um, or anything like that, you know what I mean? It's all that sort of stuff. So now I'm actually going, you know what? If I want to be happy, I'll put myself first. And there we go, I've also got a cat as well. His name is Cub. He's absolutely everything. He's so cute. I'm always a dog person, but as time went on, and that's when me and that flatmate at the time, he had his own cat, but he refused to basically feed that cat. So the, Well, the cat wasn't starving that, because I was the one feeding the cat. So after I basically looked after that cat for two years, and fed that cat for two years, and, you know, all this sort of stuff, I was the only one chipping in for it. Um, I don't know, when I got my own flat, I thought, can I get my own cat? So that's when I did, I sort of, I got my own, and then, yeah, as time went on, look at me now, it's just, Cub is doing fantastic, I'm doing fantastic, so I'm like, this is great! Um, but obviously not fantastic right now, because, you know, I think things are a way to start picking up again after, you know, COVID-19 times, where I think we're finally, well, it's trying not to jinx it, but I think we're finally getting back on track again. Still got, I think, a couple of months of this, or a year of this, that of things of just, you know, getting sort of trying to find a new normality rather than going back to because there's no way we're going back to how we were before so it's just trying to find a new normality um you know it's i feel like finally uh, you can say that you're going into a new journey and you know what to do and you know who you are and that's what i mean it's if you're because i've always been the one that's quick to support people or accept people for who they are like it doesn't matter on your skin colour, your sexuality, your gender, or anything like that. I've always been the person that is accepting everyone as an equal, but I've never had that back. Well, I've, I can't say never, but you know, there's been a few people that have, like Laura, she's always had my back, my family's always had my back, you know, all that kind of stuff, but when it comes to like making genuine, like a group of friends or something like that, I'm not saying that you have to have lots of friends and that makes you your life complete, but I've never felt accepted or anything like that besides Laura. Laura was the only one who actually just, you know, she, she was just like, you are who you are, that's it. And yeah, so now I feel like going into this new chapter of there we go, if I do get a new place, I know what I'll be doing and I know who I am and I'm not ashamed of who I am. It's just, I think that's the journey that I'm still on too, is still a bit of that, you do feel a bit ashamed on, or questioning is that okay for me to be who I am? Or So you'll always have that at the back of your head. But that's what you do, you just need to challenge it and believe in yourself. That's mean I've really got into my exercise obviously here and there, so you know I'm at a healthy balance of weight and healthy lifestyle. And then I do a bit of meditation. I'm trying to get into reading books because so many people I know read books or listen to you know, audios. But for me that's never been for me. But as time's getting on, you know, like meditation, and then before I go to bed, I listen to like, it's called this thing on Spotify, Deep Sleep Sounds, and it's fantastic, I just think that's great. So you know, it's stuff that helps me relax and stay sane as much as I can possibly be, as much as I, yeah, my brain's always going, or my mouth's always going, you know, I'm always, my family always say I talk too much, and yeah, it's just, yeah, crazy. So yeah, I'm finally feeling like I'm on track, and moving forward, and then I think when it comes to, as I said, so my... Instagram is Hamish James Official, and uh, for the past two years, because I had an Instagram account when I was, you know, a teenager and stuff, but it got hacked in and all this stuff, so I had to create a new one. 
but as I created that new account I thought you know what what I'm gonna do is do some good and move forward with some so I've been doing a lot of promoting for you know mental health awareness supporting small businesses online and obviously supporting charities too and you know just trying to raise awareness to everything and just yeah just we should be talking about how we feel and it's okay if you're having your down days and you know you should be able to approach someone if you're not able to approach so you should always try it yourself if you're going through something right now try it yourself to try and challenge it or get an understanding on why you're feeling those kind of those feelings and if you're finding it really challenging then move to your friend group your family group then obviously if that's not the case for you then try you know speaking to your GP about it or speaking to these because if you go on my Instagram account you'll see that I have um, numbers that you could get in contact um, with just speaking about you know your mental health challenges or just if you're having your down days that you can have a conversation with someone you know it's all that kind of things that you're not alone um, as much as you know you might feel like you're alone like for me I feel lonely most of the time actually not alone for years I focused on going oh my god I'm alone no one's <laughs> no one's here for me but yeah, so now I'm sort of going, right, well, I'm lonely, but I'm not alone. So, yeah, I've obviously got all these numbers. So, you know, and that's the thing, my inbox is always open for people too. If you ever just need a fresh ear to maybe listen to you um, or maybe even try and guide you, hopefully I could guide you in the right way of just trying to get an understanding and appreciate who you are. Because we are all, you know, we are all unique. We're not all the same. You know, we might meet, then we'll meet someone and we feel like, oh my God, we've got you know, all the, the same uh, the traits and personalities and all that stuff, but there will be one thing that you don't have in common. So it is, it's everyone's got their own sort of thing going on. And I mean, it is all just about trying to be as positive and focused on yourself. And then, that's what I mean, it's, if, if you've got, you know, your friends and your family members and all the people that you care about, if they're all going through stuff, that's great that you could be the one that approaches them and go, hey, I'm here for you. But what about you? What about your happiness and if there go that's what I always sort of say too is if you're quick enough to jump on their boat to go hey I'm here supporting you why are they not having your back that's when you need to question something if they're they're obviously they might be a friend group that you know you speak to each other here and there and then that's that but if you're really putting in the energy and the time to support that person well what about when you're having your down days are there you need to question are they there for you like you've been there for them if not, then they're, it's great to keep them maybe as that sort of friend group, but don't get too personal or don't be too supportive of them because it should be, a friendship should always be two-way street. A relationship should always be two-way street. And, you know, that's what I mean, family and all that kind of stuff. It is, it's always, as I just said, twice <laughs> a two-way street. Um, so, yeah, so obviously I hope you guys have enjoyed this first episode of Getting to Know Me, but obviously as time goes on, I'll be throwing in just new discussions and doesn't I mean if you have any questions or any topics that you'd maybe like me to talk about on here to do with mental health or you know health and fitness um schedules or you know challenges that you maybe go to because obviously i'm going to talk about you know some of my insecurities that i'm a bit nervous about talking about but at the same time i thought if i could if it's you know i'm finally getting on track with my life if i'm able to support or raise awareness to even one person then i feel like you know it's made and that's what i try and do for my goal for every single day is if I can at least make one person smile or happy or positive, then my day is just absolutely made. So thank you for listening to my first episode of the podcast, but I hope you guys enjoy your day or the rest of your day, whatever time slot you are around the world. And yeah, I will obviously speak to you all soon.